Welcome in to a brand new edition of a whole new ball game. I'm Alex Fuse. There's Vinny Pasquatino. We got a great show for everyone this morning. Yep, we have a fantastic show. One show that Alex has been pumped about since the beginning of this show. Um, he has brought Bobby's name up maybe every other show on average. So, you know, we finally have him on, and Alex is pumped for it. He, you know, I'd like to see what the over under is on how many times Alex has mentioned Bobby. Um, it's probably in the 11 and a half, 13 and a half range. And I'll probably take the over on that if I ever deep dive and look back on it. But, but yeah, it's a big show. It's an exciting show. And we're pumped to, to send it out to everybody. That's just false. That's false. I'm going to take the under. I've probably mentioned his name four or five times. Um, and I mean, somebody can do the math. I will probably not be going back to look at it. But, hey, on the bright side, Alex, we're in 2021 at the current moment. We are. We did this make is our it first here. show. This is our first show of the year. It is uh, new beginnings. And it, how much more excited could you be for the calendar to finally flip and have a one at the end of the year? Oh, exactly. I mean, I'm pumped up. I got a new car yesterday. Wow. So, wow, what kind of car? Show it off. It's a Jeep Compass. It's a Jeep Compass. I don't know what that is, but Jeeps are cool. So, atta baby. Yeah. It's, um, I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm not a big car guy, um, so I, if you say a random subtitle of a name for a car, I have no idea what it's yeah. going to look like. Yeah. Well, but nice, nice. And I like the shades. I like the shades. Thank you. I am, I am just out here doing it at the current moment, and I got the sunglasses on, ready for football to start. That's right. Just going to kick back, kick back, relax, turn the telly on, and just watch some football games. The telly. Oh, boy. All right. Well, on that note, without further ado, let's get into it with top prospect in the Kansas City Royals organization, the one and only Bobby Witt. Welcome into a new episode of a whole new ball game podcast featuring Alex Fuse and Vinny Pasquantino. Today, we have a young man in the Kansas City Royals organization. I think he's 20 years old. Both Alex and Bobby are the same age. But anyways, without further ado, Bobby Witt Jr. Bob, thanks Thank for coming you. on the podcast. I'm not going to give you time to talk, whatever. I'm going to – I'll introduce you and then give you your time. So, Bob, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate you taking time out of your Friday to come talk to us. Yes, thank you. Excited. I, I, I got a question. I got a question. I'm going to interrupt. Bobby or Bob, what do you prefer? I can just go by Bobby or Junior or whatever. You can call me anything. How many other people call you Bob? Because that's what I've always called you. Uh, it's you and maybe three other people. Oh, oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Unless I'm mad at you, then it's Bobby. Then yeah. it's Bobby for sure. Um, so, anyways, thank you for coming on. I want to start with what you're up to right now. So, you know, we had the COVID year. You were on the taxi squad, the alternate squad, whatever you want to call it. What are you up to at the moment? Yeah, so at the moment right now, I'm just been working out five days a week, and so I got a good place out here. It's called APEC, and so I do that, and then I've been hitting on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then just kind of take the weekends off, and then if I ever have time, workouts in like around 12, 12 to 1, and then I'll, I'll golf, do that, hang out with the family, and that's, that's about it. 
So not too much, but still trying to get my work in. So just so everyone knows, you know, it's the unprecedented year, you know, no true competition level. What was it like, you know, going to the park every day once? Um, I mean, you played on the, um, the other camp right throughout the season. So what was that like for you? Because, you know, that's your first true time. You know, this was going to be your first full season. Um, same with Vinny, just didn't work out because of COVID. Um, so what was that like for you to get back at it and to get to see competition, but your teammates? Yeah, I was definitely chomping at the bit throughout that the quarantine time we had. But then whenever I got the opportunity to go out to Kansas City and uh, participate in the summer camp and then be in the, uh, at the alternate site, just getting to face those arms from the Royals organization, I feel like that's, that truly really benefited me over than maybe a full season actually could have, just facing the Daniel Lynch's, Jackson Coars, all those dudes, Jonathan Heasley, it's Austin Cox, all those can go on and on the list that you, we were facing each and every week. So I think that that was really beneficial for me. And then I got, I don't know, 400 plus at bats out there, which was another plus. So kind of not a, truly a full season, but as close to as possible, but then as well, just, we try to, we had to be safe throughout all of it. So that's, that was another different thing, just getting tested every other day and getting temperature checks every time you go to the field and spaced out in the locker room, having pitchers in one locker room, position players in one, and then just doing that. It was, it was an eye opener, but I was just really just honored just to be a part of that. And then I was excited just to get out back on the field and play. Where do you think you made the biggest leap in your game? Do you think it was mental? Do you think it was physical? I think it was all of it. Just the mental side where I was facing big league guys, big league arms, and I had somewhat of kind of success with that. That gave me just confidence, just confidence that I know that I'm able to kind of perform at this level. And that was a big thing for me. And I thought just after, like from the quarantine spot I was facing, like during, we had a little COVID league that we had. So I was, facing some good arms during that. And then just going into Kansas city during the summer camp, just facing those guys. I feel like whenever I'm facing big league talent, everyone's a big league talent out there, but when I'm facing like guys at that stature, I just feel like that's whenever I can perform at my best. And then that's what I feel like helped me mentally just to know that I'm able to do that. And then just physically just getting a full, like not a full season in, but just learning about my body, how it is playing seven days a week, going to, going to bases every day of the week, just kind of feeling how that is and just learning about myself and learning about how I need to take care of myself, which I think was, was very beneficial just with this year. When was the last time you surprised yourself? Um, I, I guess a couple of days ago, working out, just getting numbers that I don't think I normally would, but just working out, I say just working out at the place that I work out, I just surprised myself with just, just, weightlifting things and just times on like would you like these running the sprints and stuff I feel like I surprised myself doing that and then just in the in the game just I don't, I don't really know I just if I feel like if you just believe that you can do it then you never really have to surprise yourself so as everybody knows you were the second overall pick in the 2019 uh, draft you went one spot ahead of where your father got drafted I'm sure that that felt good probably puts a little bit of pressure on a future kid of yours to go number one. Cause if they don't, you know, they're not following the family, the family tree, but what, what was that kind of like going that early? You know, you have a level of fame to you. Um, 
whether through social media or whatever it may be, you know, what kind of came with going second overall? Yeah, a lot of a lot of eyes on on me definitely just throughout like the draft process and everything. But really the biggest thing I think that benefited me was just trying to go out and win each and every day and just playing the game that I love. And that was a huge thing for me because our high school team, we had a solid high school team and that was my ultimate goal throughout all that. It was yes, getting drafted, but I wanted to win a state championship too. And we fell short my sophomore and junior year, but then that's, that really, I feel like pushed away, like moved out all the pressure. And that was during like the summer showcase stuff too, like those big showcase events. That's what I want to do. I just feel like whenever I told myself, I want to try to win this game, that's when I played my best. And that's when all the pressure just kind of went away. And that's what we did throughout the high school season. We ended up winning a state championship. And I feel like that was one of the biggest things for me, just throwing the pressure off my back with that. And then I feel like just keep doing that as I go along in my professional baseball career. Just that's what I want to do. I, I hate losing. And I just want to just try to keep, winning as much as possible. And I feel like whenever I do that, that's when I play my best. And that's when I can kind of feed off other guys and just try to be like the best teammate I could be as well throughout all of that. And that's what I think helped take away the pressure that I knew that my teammates had my back and I had there. So it was, it was, it was crazy, but it was, it was a lot of fun and definitely just going one in front of my dad. That's a little, that was the first thing my mom said. You went, you went one in front of your dad. It was cool. Oh, yeah, it just it's just natural bragging rights for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's pretty much what it is. I guess the next step is he playing. Walked, he just walked by me right there. He's, he's laughing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're currently better than he was. Now, if you can only play as long as he did in the bigs, now you could have that over him. But you know, with getting drafted that high, like I was in Burlington. You were supposed to come to Burlington. It didn't work out. But like we were all, you know, you have an aura just about. I wouldn't even say about you, but just going that high. How does that feel walking into a locker room or walking onto a field to face another team when everybody knows who you are and, you know, you're supposed to be the guy. So how do you take on that added little bit of pressure and deal with it? Yeah, kind of how I was just saying, just try to go out there and do mm -hmm. the best I can for the team. And once ever, once I like kind of got that in my head, like this is, this is a team game. It's, everyone for themselves kind of throughout the minor leagues, but you still got to make it a team game. And once I, I try to gain the respect to all my teammates and I, I respect them too. And I think the Royals have done an unbelievable job with that, just with drafting guys, signing guys, and just how the culture is in Kansas city and Vinny, you've seen it and everything. And it's just, it's different, but I think that that was something that really helped just push the pressure off and just going out there and knowing that this is the same game that I've played ever since I was, four or five years old it's just bigger bigger fields uh facing better arms and then it'll continually changing with that but just kind of keeping it simple and just going out there and having fun because this is the game that i grew up playing and that i love your dad's a major leaguer and his teammate rusty greer a major leaguer you played with rusty's son how much did you rely on him because you know there's only so many people that are your age that you can kind of relate to them in this area, right? Your dad's, both of your dad's former big leaguers, both of you on your way to become professional baseball players right around the same exact time, right at the same exact time. So how much did you kind of rely on him and, and try to understand and go through this process that not too many people go through um, in their life? Yeah, I think that definitely was, if, if he wasn't there, then I don't know where I'd be really, just because we grew up together. We literally, 
I was born on June 14th. He was born May 23rd and he was in the hospital when I was born. So it was pretty much like my first ever friend and been my best friend ever since. So just knowing and he played third base and we were on the left side of the diamond. So just knowing that we always had each other's back, it was just, it was very, it's like you're playing in the back backyard baseball with him. Like you're just out there in the yard playing, but you're actually playing for a purpose. And that's what throughout high school that really showed and it helped. And it's just, like playing with one of your brothers. It's, it's something that I, I love to have. And it was a privilege just doing that. And that's kind of how the Royals make things too. Like every, that's like all the teammates that I have now, they kind of resemble like playing with a Mason Greer or something, but playing with Vinny and other guys. So I think that's really cool with that, but yeah, just having him there, it just, it was almost like a comfort thing and just made you have more confidence knowing that, Oh, this he's hitting, he's sitting behind me. He's playing third. We got, try to lock down the left side of the infield. And so that was, it was a lot of fun throughout those years. So you so, don't think you would be where you're at now without your friendship with Mason? Well, I was, I don't know what that, he just, he, we both pushed each other. We would hit together and there's along with a bunch of other guys at our high school. It's, it was just the, the team that we had and the bonds that we created. It was something very special. And I think we all pushed each other to our limits. And I feel like that's what kind of made me get to the next step. So I've asked you all the bogus questions. I've asked you all the, the questions I'm supposed to ask you as an interviewer. You know, you're really good at baseball, blah, 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 blah. All right. Now to the fun stuff that I think is fun, Bobby. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about Bobby Witt Jr. What makes you go? Like what gets you up in the morning, you know, and excites you to attack your day? I really think it's just that like I've been – blessed and honored with like the talents that I've had and everything. And I know that thousands and millions of people would give their arm and leg for at the, at the position that I'm at today. So I just feel like I'm going, I'm trying to grind for those people that wish they could have had that, but here I don't want to take, take any like advantage with advantages with that, just being where I'm at today. And that kind of just gets me, gets me going. Like there's other kids that, that aren't as fortunate as I am. And so that's what kind of gets me going. And then just really just loving the game. And my dad teaching me the game of baseball since I was little. And that's what I wanted to kind of perfect in my life is baseball. And I know no one's perfect, but I'll try to keep working towards that as much as possible. And that's kind of what gets me going. And then just seeing, just seeing other guys playing there, like watching TV, like watching big league games, like seeing, guys, Tatis, Trevor Story, all those guys making plays out there. I'm like, I want to do that. And that's what kind of gets me going. I'm like, I want to work to get to where they're at. And that's each and every day. I feel like that's something that I do. I don't know if that's kind of what the answer you wanted, but that's how I feel like I am with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to want any answer from you. That's bogus of you to say that I would want an answer. No, you just answer the questions. Don't worry about how I want the answer to be, Bob. Come on. All right when we're not talking about baseball and we're just talking about your interest, what, a you know, what do you enjoy? What are your hobbies? What can we find Bobby Witt doing when he's not on the baseball field or not training? I've gotten into golf. That's something that I've started and I, it really, it gets your mind off baseball and everything. And in some ways I feel like it, my golf swing helps my baseball swing in a way. I don't, it's just weird for me, but uh, that that's something that I've gotten into a lot. I'm not very good at it. I lose a lot of balls, but still working on that. And that's what I, I like. I like trying to work and get better and try to be the best at everything that I do. And that's what I'm trying to do with golf now. And I 
had a there's a stint where I was fishing a little bit out in Kansas City with uh, Kyle Isbell and Nick Prado and MJ Melendez, but uh, that didn't really go well. It was about a week long and didn't catch too many fish. Uh, I'm, I'm not very a very patient person, so I was off that. But then, um, yeah, did that and then uh, not too much. Like I'm not a huge video game player, as you've seen, Vinny. You beat me pretty much every you single time. Suck at video games. Yeah, still working on that. Well, I'll get you one of these days. Well, okay. So then I have two follow-up questions for you. So Alex, after the first one, don't don't chime in. I've got two. So first of all, when it comes to golf, are you a pro v one ball kind of guy or what? Like what what balls are you bringing with you? First, I'm finding the ones that I find in the woods and everything when I'm golfing, trying to find my ball. I see about three other ones in the cabinet. I I. I honestly, I'm not to the point yet where I want to use the Pro V ones and everything. So I, I'm off that. I just use whatever is like the cheapest at like Academy or Dick Sporting Goods. So on that oh. on track right now. So we've established that you're terrible at video games, which I have firsthand experience. That's true. You said you're not very good at fishing. You said you're not very good at golf. Other than baseball, what are you good at? I don't really know. Not a lot. Not a lot of some. Just I just like I'm average at everything else i feel like but i try i want to be the best at everything that i do so that's what i'm working for so we're kind of getting into golf getting better and better scores are getting lower and then i don't know maybe fishing will come back and get have a little more patience once i start catching the fish and then home wasn't built in a day yeah and then video games that's just that's just it'll come with age you know i'll keep playing (laughs) it comes with experience yeah experience too so we'll just keep working on all those things and try to better so what's your patient level like fishing like how how long are you going to be waiting there for a fish like oh oh, we've been out there sometimes we're out there five hours four hours and caught one fish so i guess that's why they call it fishing not catching that that's true what a slogan bob how many times who told you that i've heard it with hunting it's like it's that's why it's called hunting, not killing. So I kind of just switched up right there. And it's original. I, I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Try try to figure out some new things. So, you know, we've talked about I actually, you know what? What I'm interested in, at some point you were gonna go to Oklahoma. You know, you were set on going there. Do you think that you'll go back and get your degree at some point? That's honestly something that I've thought about and I looked at it like throughout like my draft process and everything. That's where I wanted to go. My, both of my parents went there. Mm-hmm. My two, two of my three older sisters went there. They all graduated. My de- everyone besides my dad graduated because he got drafted, but it kind of just depends on how baseball goes in life. Like throughout the draft stuff, I thought about like, if I wanted to be a doctor, I'd go to school to be a doctor. I want to be a baseball player. So I wanted to get, drafted and do that that route so hopefully that's the ultimate goal yes to to get a college degree and play professional baseball I think that's what everyone would dream of and but just kind of depends on like the timing of everything and then just how my baseball career goes so well it's so fascinating with high school guys because you know that's four years of school with you know juniors or sophomores that come out into the draft they've only got a year or two left like you're so close you might as well finish but with high school guys, I mean, four years, and yeah. that's assuming it's a full course load. Like, there's so many different things you got to think about that it's just so interesting. Um, 
But I was just curious about that. And that's probably a question you might not get asked much. That's what I'm working for because I know you do a lot of interviews. Yeah, I love that. So here's one for you. So let's say, I mean, I guess a question can be is how glad are you that you signed, you know, with the Royals because you brought up timing and timing is everything and everything does happen for a reason. But let's say you do go to Oklahoma and now you have to deal with COVID and now it's that whole other side of do you want to just stay at Oklahoma for four years and then look at professional baseball or now you start going down that whole path? You know, how glad are you that you signed with the Royals and, and, and stuck with professional baseball before everything happened in 2020? Yeah, with all this stuff, I couldn't even imagine this going on, like being last year's draft or even this year upcoming and everything. It's just like, yeah, timing is everything. I was just really blessed with that. And I think uh, I don't like I don't really even have words for that just because of how crazy I feel like it would have been just doing that. I know how crazy it was just going through a, a season with the COVID and everything and can imagine like that being your your draft year, not playing, not finishing a high school season, not playing a college baseball season. Like I just I just can't really feel for like those guys. Like I can't even imagine it really just being in high school now because I know like at our high school now you have an like option to go to school or do online. And I know like like 75% of the kids they're they're online. So like just the the friendships like I was talking about earlier, you wouldn't be able to have those and we wouldn't have been able to kind of have that that like state championship run that we did if it was that year and who knows what would happen with the draft with all that stuff going on. So I was just, just really on like honored just to be in that situation at that time. And I just couldn't imagine it being any different. When you were, whether it was high school or AAU, whatever it may have been, when did you know or feel like you knew that professional baseball was going to be something that you could do out of high school? I think whenever I com- I committed my freshman year of high school to Oklahoma, and so that was the step with like, oh, I can I can play college baseball. But mm-hmm. then going through that, and then going to like doing the showcases like after my freshman year, and then seeing guys that I played with after my like freshman year summer, like I've seen and like showcases stuff, and then them get getting drafted. I think going into my sophomore year, like, oh, this is something that can happen and I want to work for that each and every day. And I think it's a a real possibility. And then I just kind of put my mind towards that. And yes, school was important to me, but I really just kind of flipped a switch on the baseball and with playing with team USA and playing with like in those like showcase games, I felt pretty confident in my like ability to be able to get drafted one day and just kept on with that. And then it happened. So it just went from there. You know, also, it should be noted about your pets. Um, do you want to tell the people that might not know what kind of pets you have? Yeah, well, actually, it's all three of my sisters have dogs. So it's kind of like whenever they leave, we get them into like our house with my, me and my parents. So then it's like they're all our pets, but it's they're their pets. So one of my sister has a golden doodle. And her name's Birdie. And then the other one has a uh, bulldog and she just ran by and it's her name's Tink. So we're watching her now. And then the other one, they just got a a golden retriever. His name's Brady. So then, so we just kind of take them whenever we can. And I was, I'm 
definitely thinking about getting a dog either, I think, next off season. So hopefully that, that will come. But those are the, the pets that we kind of have. Well, what kind of dog, Bob, and what are you going to name it, boy or girl? I want to get either a Bernie Doodle um, or a Australian Golden Doodle or a, something like that. I don't know what it's called, but it's like an Australian Shepherd mixed with a Golden Doodle. And I'd want to name it either like Bo or Gronk. Okay, because we've had a guest on this podcast, on this very podcast, say it was her biggest pet peeve when people name their animals after athletes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying because my sister, they just got their dog and his name is Brady. So I was like, how cool to be Brady and Gronk. Yeah, I actually I have a friend here who has two dogs and those are their names. Really? So yeah. I want to be original if I did that. I might think something else. Well, you, did you grow up a Patriots fan? Yeah, my dad is, uh, he's from out there. So I was kind of born, born into it when luckily I was born at the right time whenever they're winning. And so now it's kind of hard. It's different to see them not winning. And, but it's, it is what it is. So now I might have to hop on the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, what a talk about a stroke of luck. I mean, you're a, you grow into a Patriots fandom as a, as a child. And then as you grow into your professional life, you work right next to Patrick Mahomes. So you move from Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes, you know, some guys just have it. Some guys just have it. And you clearly just have it. Yeah. It's watching him play. It's incredible. And just seeing how the chiefs are and everything. So I gotta, I gotta do that. They're right across the street from this, this stadium. And then he's our boss now too. So he's part, part of our boss. So gotta, Gotta support him, obviously. Yeah. Um, so as you know, we talked about this before the show. Alex and I do a segment called Three Up, Three Down, where we'll ask you three questions. Alex will go first because he's not a math guy, so I need to finish it off so I can count for him. So Alex will go first. We'll ask you alternating questions and you answer them not how I want you to answer them. You answer them uh, how you feel. Huh. All right. First one for you. What is your go to playlist in your phone? Right now, I got like a mixture of all sorts of songs, but I've been on like the kind of the 80s, 90s. I like Fleetwood Mac right now. I've been grinding on that. And then just really whatever's on the radio and whatever's playing in the, the gym that I work out at, I, I just go along with it. So I'm like, I like it all rap, rock, country, pop, anything. Versatile. Wow. Do you yeah. prefer drinking out of plastic or glass cups? I think I don't plastic. I got a plastic water bottle right here, so I'll go plastic. Plastic. Wow. That's Vinny's famous question. I mean, you can just tell how young you are by answering that way. Yeah. I mean, that's just simple as that. All the younger people say plastic. Everybody older says glass. As you're drinking out of a plastic cup. That doesn't mean I prefer it. It's just what I have. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number two, what would be – uh, who would be one teammate you want to play with that you've never played with in the last year? That's an awful question. I mean, that is just not a good question. In the past year? So he hasn't really played in the past year. <laughs> what is wrong? Alex, Alex, you are so much better than that. I would say Vinny, but he was my teammate a couple months ago. In a way, with the our teams, I don't Here you go. answer the question honestly, Bob. I don't know. I don't. 
That was a that was a bad question. I will say. How about any person that you would want to play with ever? That's probably better. I think it'd be cool just to play with Derek Jeter. Hmm. Just how he played the game and everything, and also Dustin Bedoya because he was my favorite favorite player growing up, and just how much energy he brings to the game and that grittiness. I'd, I'd like to just be on the infield with that and him and Jeter, I guess. All right, I got a follow up. To, I'm going to try to redeem myself, Vinny. So, second question. Well, why don't you? How about how about you wait until your third question and then you ask? No, because I got a better third one. Oh, so, okay. You're playing shortstop next to Jeter. What's the first question you're asking Derek Jeter? Is he playing shortstop or yeah. am I? Yeah. Ooh, 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 better question. If Derek Jeter's in his prime and you're in your prime, who's playing shortstop? <laughs> I haven't got my prime yet, so I don't know that one yet. So we'll have to come back, hopefully. Um, but I don't know. I would ask him just what is something that he would – That what advice would he want to have at my age that he could have had to better himself. Hmm. Um, if you could hit with anyone in the world, dead or alive, you could just have like a hitting session with them. Who would you pick? I'd say Ted Williams, just because I think that just with you, you and Michael Massey, very similar human beings. Really? Yeah. Just how he, just how he was. I think he's one of the best hitters of all time. And just that old school type hitting, I just want to just hear what he would have to say with what do you think about my swing? And then just how he did in the cages and what would he do and just how he approached life and everything. All right. Third one for me, I know Vinny kind of brought it up and this is, you know, definitely a podcast where hopefully you've been asked questions you've never been asked before, but what's one question you've never been asked before in an interview that you've always wanted someone to ask you? Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. So we do hear about brain teasers. Let's think. Yeah, I mean, we got all the time. I mean, thank you. I've had a favorite color, favorite animal. Um, it's just tell everybody what your favorite animal is while we're here so everybody knows. It is a llama. I don't know why, just ever since I was in elementary school, I wrote a book about it, and then that's what it's been. But I would say – I've never really asked, like, what my biggest fear is. Hmm. Well, what's your biggest fear? Um, Alex is on, like, his sixth question of three up, three down. Maybe, like – I will obviously have a fear of, like, like losing and I guess. Oh, Bob, 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 no, that is not what you're going to say. Your biggest fear is, is losing. I would say like, yeah, biggest fear is like dying or getting injured, but I don't want to like look at that that way. So I'd say those, either those two things. Just say snakes, just say snakes. But all right, I'll say snakes. (laughs) What is the best position in baseball? And there is a correct answer. It's not the right answer. Nope, that is not it. Okay. At least... I guess your thing is DH? No, Bob. Oh. First oh. base, baby. That's oh. all I re- Some people, you know, we say that we want to do this podcast to tell people stories and everything. And Alex has heard this a million times now. But the real reason I joined on is to expand the brand of first base and mm-hmm. how great it is. So that's the reason I'm here. I'm going to make a T-shirt with a first base. Just – Maybe just a base and it says first on it. I mean, who knows what it's going to be. 
Because first base, first base, best base, you know? But terrible answer, but I respect it. At least you play the best position. We've had guys say shortstop who don't play shortstop, so. Yeah, I'd say first base is a lot. They do it all for everyone. They make okay. everything look good. Thank you for participating in our three up, three down. Now, Bob, for the best part of the show, tell everybody listening to this why they should hit that follow button on Instagram, Twitter, wherever it may be. I know you're a big TikTok guy. So blow yourself up, Bob. 30-second elevator pitch. Blow yourself up. Tell everybody where and why to follow you. I have Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is bwitter15, and I think my Twitter is bwitjr. And I just feel like I put out decent content, and I'm not overly posting every single day and everything. So every once in a while, I'll put a post out there, and hopefully – It'll make you feel good or you post it's meaningful. Yeah. Bobby's gonna make you feel things. That's why you should call him. He's gonna make you feel things. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Bob, we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come speak with us. This was fun. I had a good time. I hope people listening had a good time. And you know, I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We will take you through the exit of this episode right now. Give us your thoughts on the Bobby interview. Did Alex control his fanboyism enough in that interview for everybody? I hope that he did. And, you know, I thought that was a really solid interview from Bob there. And we're glad that we finally got it out. We've got another great show coming on Thursday. So it's a big week for a whole new ball game. We're going to Mondays and Thursdays from now on. We've got two episodes dropping each week. It's enough to keep everybody, you know, everybody's satisfied so i'm pumped for that alex how are you feeling after that interview uh great interview of course and i love the fact how you call him bob uh and we talked about that in the interview mm-hmm. and only a few people call him bob i think you were like on top of uh if he's allowing you to call him bob like that's pretty good i mean i've always called him bob don't know why i did just started and he didn't mind it. I'm very particular on what I call people because if they don't like it, I don't want to call them that. I'm not one of those people that finds out that you don't like being called a name and then call you that name over and over. Like if, if it's okay with you, I'm going to call you the nickname that I've given you or something like that. But if it's not okay, I'm not going to call you that. And I think people that know me know that. Do you have a nickname for me? It's Alex. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Um, Your nickname is Alex. So that's very exciting for you. Most people, their nickname is their name. So, it, I mean, Bob is still his name, even though it's short. But, you know, is it things happen. Like, what's his real yeah. name? Is his real name Bobby? Couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Or is it Bob? Or is it Robert? Mike, well, I mean, this is the question you should have asked. If I want to say that I've asked him before, but I, I don't want to say it wrong, so I'm not going to even guess. I have no idea. I have no idea. Right. I mean, now, we are recording this prior to the official poll closes on Twitter. So mm-hmm. let's hold off until Thursday's episode to make an official announcement because yep. you never know. You never, you never know. know what happened. It, the last time I checked, Pete Rose has, has the edge. But yep. we'll see what happens in this next few hours here. Um, as people keep voting. I mean, so we'll see, we'll see. And we're really excited for Thursday's show because we're going to announce the guest of the year. So that's, and 
we haven't discussed who we're putting on yet on Thursday, but I believe we came up with an answer. And we are bringing on Megan Plain onto the next show on Thursday. She is a TV broadcaster slash journalist uh, down in the Hampton Roads, Virginia Beach area. She covers the Redskins, local sports in the Norfolk, Hampton, Virginia Beach area, and other things. She's a big Call of Duty player. My dad is coming in to the room that I'm in right now because apparently we're allowed to just, um, sorry, Megan, for uh, taking away your shine here that I'm introducing you. And my dad walks into the room. Here he is. He's right there. He's got his dolphin shirt on. This is your first intro to the podcast. And that is my niece, Lennox. Lennox Pasquantino hey, right there in the flesh. What's going and on? So everybody meet my father, Dennis Pasquantino, <laughs> right there. That's very exciting for everybody, I'm sure. Go Dolphins. Go, go Dolphins. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Go Dolphins. Big game up in Buffalo. So, yeah, it's a big day. But we are bringing on Megan Plain on Thursday. That'll, that's a very, very fun interview for everybody to listen to. I can't wait for everyone to hear that one. She was just – I think that was the most I've laughed ever in an interview. Some of the stories she told were unreal is how I will describe them. They were un, unreal. Yeah. Like, Vinny, you know me. Like, I don't laugh in interviews. You don't laugh ever. You don't laugh ever. That's not true. That is not true. Um, I mean, that's okay, though. You don't have to laugh. You know, you got to be you. You got to be you. That's right. That's right. Well, anyways, be sure if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to drop that like, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to us on any podcasting platform, be sure to follow along. Give us that five-star review if you enjoyed it, and drop a review. What did you like about today's episode? and the podcast in general. But, Vinny, do you have anything else for the people? Yeah, I think I'd like to know who people think is a better-looking host. Well, I me. think next year, in 2021, I would like to have a best-looking host of the year. So not best host of the year, best-looking host of the year. Well, I got the best hair. I know that, hands down. Um, that's simply not true. That, no. Currently, you have... Currently, you have longer hair, which means you can do more with your hair than I can. But you've never seen me with excuses. You, you you've just never seen me with golden that. length. You have no idea. You I've have absolutely pictures, no idea. Uh, yeah, it's marvelous. That is what it is. It is marvelous. But anyways, good show today. We'll be back on Thursday. Everybody, sleep well tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. And then Thursday, we'll have another show for you. So. Do something to pass your time in between listening to our episodes and, you know, stay hungry for Thursday because we're coming again. That's right. Signing, signing off.